is Tough Love Friday, episode number eight. Today we're talking about trauma bonds and how trauma bonds got you out here thinking that you lost your soulmate when really you just got hurt in a familiar way. And I know that might sound like a smack in the face, but I'm all about reality and I'd rather smack you with the truth than kiss you with a lie. So let's dive into the subject for a little bit because I posted this on Instagram, y'all went nuts. So obviously you want to hear more about it. So trauma bonds are a, a bond where you connect and they fit a part of your psyche that's from a, your past. You're trying to reinvent and almost have reclamation for something in your past. You go into a cycle and keep experiencing the same thing over and over and over again in your love life um, no matter what you try to do. And most people try to will themselves out of a trauma bond. I'm going to choose different this time. All right, I'm finally going to leave. And they don't. And there's a lot of aspects to this, right? We can look at the physical side where we can literally get addicted to someone's abuse or betrayal because it, chemically it's, it sends off the fight or flight hormone in, your, in response in your body. You get this hit with dopamine, serotonin. You actually start feeling better even though it's a fight or flight response and it's not necessarily healthy, but you get addicted to the high of that. And so when you're in, when things are going well, uh, it's, it's almost like I need another hit. And so we create something that gives us that hit that's puts us back into a fight or flight. You can become addicted to somebody not paying you attention and then you link it on a psychological level to it's love. Oh, you know, they're, they're fighting so much with me because they just, they care about me. And it's because of your past experience with your family or your caretakers when you grew up. Um, that plays a large role into your psyche of what you believe love is. It's just what was imprinted on you. You go, you learn about yourself and your value and love and everything growing up. So you're modeled what you're modeled with your connection with your parents. And then you go, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. Or we have a really intense relationship and we go, oh, okay. That's how it's supposed to be on a deep subconscious level. And your brain just wants to be right because you actually get a dopamine hit with being right. That's why people argue. They're, they're actually trying to get a dopamine response from themselves and they're arguing over chemicals in their body. It's, it's actually pretty funny when you know the science behind it. And if your brain just wants to be right all the time, then it'll seek out facts that aren't necessarily even true just to prove yourself right. And so we call this in the coaching world, being connected to your story, right? How how much do you value change? You've got to value change more than you want the connection to your story. Because if your story is, oh, you know, like all guys are cheaters or I'm going to get hurt again in a relationship or this always happens to me and I'm a failure. Sometimes when the opportunity presents itself for change, some people are so married to their stories, they avoid change like the plague because they want to stay connected to the story because it's the narrative they've known their entire life. And that's why it takes courage to change your narrative and to change your story because you literally have to say, you know what? Okay, this is all that I've known, but it's not this. This is not what I want. I'm going to choose to create something new. You step into the unknown and the definition of courage is to act in spite of fear. There's a lot of fear coming up in the unknown because you don't know what's there. But the fun part about it is when you can actually uh, see the unknown as a blank canvas, as a fresh start, is something to create your own art, your painting of your life, you'll able, you're able to, to 
match yourself in that in an energetic way and actually be present with yourself enough to create from an excited place instead of a scared or nervous place. And it's actually, you know, we fear letting go of the story and of the certainty of that it gave you, even though it gave you suffering, it gave you some certainty. And we, we hesitate to let go because it's all we've known. But in letting go is when you can have space for the new. And so, again, bringing it back to what I said in the very beginning of this episode, trauma bonds got you out here thinking that you lost your soulmate. But really, you just got hurt in a familiar way. And let's talk about the soulmate part of that for a second. I was on a podcast interview yesterday, and she was saying she was having a hard time letting go of um, you know, a relationship that she had that was really special and dear to her. And she was talking about it, and she was using the language of it was so special, we had the soul connection. And I was like, stop right there. We've got a soul connection right now. We're, we're soulmates, technically, right? We're two souls crossing paths on this spaceship called Earth. We're soulmates. Everybody you, you come into contact with, you have a soul connection with. And so if you label the connection you had with that one person as putting it on a pedestal, it was so special, I'll never experience it again. That's romantic, but it's not realistic. Because yes, it's, it's both and, might I, might I say. Yes, it was so special and you'll never experience a relationship like that again. You're actually gonna experience something better from a different person. If you lean in and do the work on yourself to learn the lesson from that relationship, you either evolve or you repeat. So you're either going to learn the lesson from that relationship and evolve and grow as a person and attract different because you'll be vibing at a different frequency, or you're going to repeat the cycle and you're going to stay in trauma bonds over and over and over again so that you subconsciously can get redemption for what happened when you were little. You're trying to recreate the, the structure of, of the dynamics of the relationship so you can say, I can finally get their attention. You know what? This time I'll finally be enough and I'll prove it. This time I'll be more loyal or this time I'll be more loving so that I'll finally prove myself. Instead of letting go of that story and saying those people were individuals and I don't need validation from others. It really does come back to that of not needing the validation from others and shifting your sense of identity from the relationships that you have, the things you have or the body you have to your character and your intuition and the relationship that you have with yourself. You know, I think that's why I was able to sell all my stuff and travel the world so easily because I'm not tied to the material things, even though it matters. We live in a world where money matters, relationships matter, your body matters, but it's not the core root of where I get my sense of certainty and significance and confidence and peace. It's all from inside and the other stuff just magnifies it. And so I also want to talk about another aspect of that quote I mentioned in the beginning. Trauma bonds got you out here thinking that you lost your soulmate when really you were just hurt in a familiar way. Familiarity. We're, we're creatures of habit. We create the same over and over until we learn the lesson. And it's romanticized to, to be it caught up in the pain. And I get it. It's not to, to discount the pain of a heartbreak or of a, of a broken relationship or an ended relationship that transitioned. You need to go to the pain to go through it. You don't need to go into it and stay there because that's also perpetuating a martyr victim cycle. I mean, you know, that's not you either. And so it's really being aware of what story am I living? Am I living the martyr? Am I living the victim? Am I living the hero? 
Am I being a soul warrior and actually learning from my experiences or waiting on something else to change on the external before I change my internal? Take ownership of your life and of your emotions, of, your, of yourself, and have the self-awareness to be so introspective that you get to build a relationship with yourself. And that's where you continue to grow and you'll meet somebody that's at that frequency as well. But everybody's out here trying to act like it's a hunt and they found that one, they found the one, and the one is so romanticized these days. Um, and if you see it as that, it'll be harder to let go. And you've got to want inner peace and love more than who or what you think is going to bring it to you. That's been Tough Love Friday, episode number eight. I've been on a wave today, so <laughs> I spit some fire. Maybe you got to go back and listen to it again. And if you do love this episode, please let me know. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave some comments. If you are on Spotify, be sure to subscribe. I think it's subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Follow the podcast um, and share with the friends. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.